0: This is Loudspeaker.
1: Editor's note, during the interview, the guys from Fresh Fruit unfortunately had some connection problems, so certain parts may be hard to hear. But stick with us for previews from their new EP, Independently. Available
2: now. Welcome back to Color Radio. I am Chris Lanfear, your host for this particular episode, and today I am talking with Denver's own Fresh Fruit, uh, which is a trio uh, comprised of Ronan Dowling, Kyle Leffler, and Mitchell Gardner. Guys, welcome to the show. Hey, how's it going? good good uh so you guys have been involved in kind of the the denver music scene for a couple of years and you have an ep um that's about to come out called independently and that's out on january 1st 2021 my first question for you guys is why fresh fruit and is it a dead kennedy's reference
3: it is not a dead kennedy's reference
2: <laughs> so so yeah where, where did fresh fruit come from it's a fun name and I love it, yeah. and, I, and I love that you have everything uh, styled with the exclamation point. But was there was there something that led you to decide on that name?
1: Freshman year of college, when we all met, um, we were in the dorms trying to figure out a band name, um, and our former drummer came up with Fresh Fruit, and we were all like, "Wow, that's that's super cool!" Like. I everyone likes fresh fruit and stuff, so um, yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, it totally works. It's fun, it's memorable. Um, there's a lot you can do with in terms of imagery, um, which is really mm-hmm. fun. So you, you have your debut EP coming out, it's called Independently. Um, and it's my understanding that you kind of scrapped the work that you did on what was supposed to be your debut EP and kind of started over with Independently being the result. Can you talk a little bit about the, the journey from what you stopped and started to, to where it's at now.
4: We originally started with, uh, five completely different songs and we scrapped it to record five new tracks. And, um, reason we kind of made that decision is that, um, we didn't really feel like the work that we had recorded was reflective of where we were at now. We, we thought we could do better. We had five kind of newer tracks that we were working on. So um, we just kind of went for it with the with re-recording it. And I think that it was definitely the right choice. And I'm pretty happy with how it turned out.
2: And I got to say too, it's, it's five tracks. They're all absolute bangers. They're a lot of fun. Can you, can you kind of talk a little bit about what this music represents to you and, and why it's coming out now? All the songs are
1: like a representation of um, like a lot of, different things that the three of us have been going through in the past year and a half and inter- turn like with relationships or um, just like new chapters of life. And I think like the first two songs that we have released from the EP fancy limo and independently are like kind of more upbeat, like have fun, you know, like we're young, we like to go out, have fun at shows and stuff like that. And then I'd say the end of the EP is kind of more, of like the personal side of things, dealing with relationships and dealing with those new chapters in life that you experience as a young person. So I would say that's kind of like the theme and basis of the EP.
2: Very cool. Very cool. So, you, I mean, you guys, so you have a core group of like th- of three members. This is three of you and you guys met while at CU uh, Denver, right? Yes. So, so this is kind of the kind of first step of the culmination of kind of meeting a couple of years ago, getting out of college and sort of starting, you know, what's, you know, hopefully a very prolific music career. Yeah.
5: Yeah.
2: Absolutely. Yep. Uh, How did the three of you bond together to start with? Um, This is Mitchell. So
3: Kyle and I used to live together in the dorms at CU Denver and then Ronan, lived in our room about half the time. Uh, he would come over and just sleep on our couch and eat our food and stuff. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that was how we bonded. <laughs> but Kyle actually was supposed
2: to live there. <laughs> Ronan lived on the floor below. Right on. Uh, and, and are you guys all out of college now? Um, I'm yeah. not in
4: school. I got a couple years left.
1: And I'm graduating next semester. What did y'all major in? I am
4: majoring in music performance. I'm doing music business.
3: And I'm a dropout.
2: Hell yeah. <laughs> I drop out here as well. I can't, uh, I can't fault you for that. <laughs> uh, honestly, with everything I've done in my life personally, um, absolutely none of it needed a college degree. So nothing wrong with that. Um, So so you have the kind of like core of the three of you, but from your press photography that you guys sent out, it looks like you have about 27 members. Um, (laughs) Can you talk about like your collaborators and like, does it really take a village to to put all this together? Uh, Yeah, so
3: with this EP specifically, um, we kind of upped the amount of instruments we had on the thing. Uh, We added some horn players and some um, backup vocalists that are, all our friends from Denver, um, we had someone locally, the friend of ours, John Anderson mixed the record. Um, we had Brad smalling up in evergreen masters. So yeah, we have a lot of people going on.
2: Well, and you can really hear too. Like there, the, what I love about the songs is that they're, they're lush and vibrant. Like if I didn't like if, if this came out on a major, on a major label, and, and like, I wouldn't know the difference. Like, the production quality is fantastic, and you have lots of different layers of vocals and instrumentation. Um, and, and you talked a little bit about in your, in your press materials that you, you're really proud of the fact that you used all local talent within Colorado to sort of bring the EP to fruition. Why is it so important to you to kind of keep it local? Um,
4: I'd say, More so than even local, it was kind of a culmination of friends and our community that we've built out here in Denver. Um, So I think it was really important to all of us to work with people that we enjoy as musicians and also as people. Uh, And I think we we kind of bounced around a lot of ideas in terms of getting a mastering engineer. Um, And the the idea of kind of going local It it was pretty attractive that fits with the sense of uh, the the EP material independently, um, kind of doing it our way, doing it without some uh, major like LA mastering engineer doing it kind of homegrown.
2: Sure. That makes a lot of sense. I mean, one of the things I love about like the Colorado music scene in general is that there's such a wealth of talent um, in this area, like from, you know, we're up in Fort Collins, but all the way down to the Springs and, and, you know, further South, like there is just an incredible amount of talent and a lot of it, uh, is not known, not particularly well known outside of Colorado. So, um, you know, it's really cool that you guys chose to sort of, you know, pay tribute to the, the wealth of talent that we have here, um, by keeping it within, uh, within Colorado. Um, how did you choose? Um, you said you, you went with a, um, a mixer and mastering engineer. I believe his name is John. And how did you come to choose him? Uh, choosing John, um, John and I, this is Mitchell, John and I worked at Music Ground for a while
3: together. Um, he's a CU Denver recording engineer. Um, he graduated a few years ago. Uh, yeah, so he's kind of in the scene, um, he kind of understood us and our sound from knowing me and kind of hanging out with me and around us. Um, and we really wanted to kind of get um, someone close to us because we don't have s- such a streamlined system yet set up to make music. So um, there's a lot of back and forth, a lot of uh, um, a lot of just kind of nitty gritty with someone we know is easier than sending it off to someone and having them not understand our Understand each other, if that makes sense.
2: It it does. Like you, you, basically have a shorthand with someone. You don't have to really try to explain to them what you're going for. They know it because, like, they're they're part of that kind of circle. Um, so that makes a lot of yeah, sense. Yeah, and that's
3: also um part of us. Just we're not super experienced in the industry either. So that that kind of helped us um be able to get our vision across.
2: I gotta say, and this is not just me like waxing your car, um, the sound that you have put out. With this EP, sounds like you've been in the industry a lot longer than you have, and I think that's a testament to good songwriting, good production, and and everybody seemingly like delivering kind of above what they're expected. Because um, we we get a lot of music submitted to us, and granted, a lot of it is is great, but there's also a, a chunk of it where you can tell like. It's a guy in his basement just kind of like messing around and everybody has to start somewhere. But for this being really your kind of like first kind of larger scale release, Um, it's really exciting to see like what you've been able to do with not, you know, having done it for very long. It's really speaks a lot, I think, to kind of where you guys are going after this.
3: Yeah, thank you. Uh, Yeah, I mean, that was cool. Thanks. (laughs) Nice to hear. (laughs)
2: you guys describe your music as quote smooth soul butter, which I absolutely love. Like I was, I was looking at your online store and I wish that smooth soul butter was on a t-shirt. You guys should put that on there. But if you were to try to explain it in an elevator to someone, what is smooth soul butter?
1: I think it's a, it's a sound that is familiar, but also refreshing at the same time. Like, uh, Butter is always going to be refreshing and and delicious. Um, but you know, butter is familiar as well. If that makes sense, I'm trying to make, make that
2: a. a, to make that a life. You add butter to anything, and it's sort of obviously going to just make whatever it is you're making better. But I yeah, think there's that. there's an analogy in there. There's a metaphor where the songs just kind of they just go down smooth. You know, I've, I've listened to the whole EP probably six times throughout now and you can just put it on. It's in the background and it's enough to kind of groove on. It's enough to tap your feet, but it's not like, so cerebral that it's like overwhelming. So like, it just sort of goes down smooth, which is, which is really nice. You know, it's, uh, you can tell like, there's, there's some good riffs in there. There's some good rhythms. Um, but I, even if you're not paying a hundred percent attention to it, um, it's, it's kind of a really great background. So, I mean, it makes sense that you, <laughs> you, you want it to kind of go down smooth because there's a lot of soul in it. There's a lot of, Kind of blues heritage in there, you can sort of tell. But it's also got like kind of an R and B spin. It's, it's a lot of fun. Uh, can you guys talk a little bit about some of your influences?
1: Uh, yeah, this is running here. Um, I know for me, a big influence of mine is Stevie Wonder. Um, being a keys player, vocalist myself, he's right up there for me as one of my favorite artists. Uh, also, plum McCartney, influence as well. Like, I should say the Beatles as well.
2: To say but pre pre wings right you're not you're not ta- not talking well, about like I,
1: I, I fuck with all of McCartney's work whether it be solo stuff Beatles or the wings, um, <laughs> fair um, enough. Just I mean, I'm just a huge fan of the Beatles overall. Just any any of those members have my heart.
4: <laughs> but um, yeah. Let's all move on. to Kyle. yeah, so I came into college in all rock so I was kind of really into artists like The Strokes, The Killers like stuff um, and once I got into school it kind of opened, opened my horizons to tons ton of different genres and one of the ones that I really fell in love with is like the Motown era and R&B um, so some of my like favorite artists are uh, Marvin Gaye is probably my all time favorite R&B artist um, I really love Al Green um, Mitchell here opened me up to the um but Stevie Wonder too I mean I just kind of fell in love with R and B and Soul, so I think my my playing is definitely a reflection of the, the fusion of those two genres.
2: Right on. Mitchell?
4: Favorite artist is just really hard for me. Um I'm I'm
3: the engineered
4: audio kid, so
3: I'm really into just anything that kind of sounds good and has like a story of both innovation and like sound quality behind it like Kyle said, The Spitters are a huge band. That um, growing up in high school, in high school I was more into like, kind of like SoCal punk rock music, like garage, kids in garages playing. Band. Uh, but then also super into like soul music um, and newer stuff, um, a big, uh, a big influence on me, just in terms of like how to be a band in the modern era is uh, Portugal Man. Um been with them for a long time just in terms of like following them and kind of seeing what they're all about and what they do and how they stick with it. Um, and they've kind of just done it right, I think, in my opinion. So yeah, they're a big influence for me in a lot of ways, more than Um in terms of engineers and like producers, uh danger mouse is really high out there, uh recruit Rick movements Rick, Rick up there. <laughs> Uh, yeah, there's, there's people that are, that are really influential, you know, the Tribe Called Quest, they have a lot of, a lot of drum sounds and techniques that are just very influential on how I like to record things. Yeah, um, yeah, it's all over the place, mostly, but there's a lot of cool stuff
2: yeah i mean and and you guys listed off some heavy hitters uh i I personally um uh uh, i popped for the al green reference because i'm a huge al green fan um i can thank my mother for that Um. um so you guys have been producing this ep for a while we talked earlier about how you started with kind of another set of five songs and then sort of scrapped them and worked on these five how has the pandemic um, and everything we've been going through with COVID affected your kind of ability to, to write songs and create?
4: Oh, yeah, it's, it's definitely had a huge impact. Um, in terms of the recording of the EP itself, a lot of things that we generally like to do, is bring people in, uh, we ended up having to do remote. So, in terms of stuff like that, we had that done remotely and submitted like, to us. Um, and then there's also, you know, delayed some stuff. Like bringing in um, backing vocals time was kind of difficult, uh, and it also kind of changed the way we recorded the end of Yellow, which you know, you've listened to it a bunch of times, which you're familiar with, like the ending section, this is like a uh, group vocal, and that was kind of something that we were hoping to do as like a, a testimony to kind of like the community that we have built here and gathered a large group to have it sung at once, but. We weren't able to do that, unfortunately, but we were able to take a lot of smaller groups of people and kind of flesh it together and put it together.
2: Awesome. I think now's a good time to hear a song. So we're going to listen to Fancy Limousine, and then we'll be right back with Fresh Fruit.
0: Like a queen, treat you like a queen inside my fancy limousine. Fancy limousine, yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: To a podcast on the Loudspeaker Network. To find other podcasts and unique programming, visit
2: www.loudspeaker.fm. Loudspeaker, diverse voices, unique sound. Welcome back to Color Radio. My guests are the Denver R&B slash funk slash soul slash smooth soul butter trio plus of fresh fruit. Guys, uh, welcome back. What should people know about Fancy Limousine?
1: Oh, that is a good
2: question. Um,
1: I guess it's, uh, what do you not want to know? You hop in a, in a limousine, and it's fancy, and it's dancy, and it's schmancy. No, that's probably one of the most fun songs that we've probably ever written as a band together. The bass is really simple, but I got... The idea from um, I want to say Brick House by the Commodores, like that—that that feel of it. I you want know, a song like that. You we know, all kind of felt the same way about it, but yeah, it's just a song, have fun too. Um, listen, your friends with, it's
5: around. yeah,
2: right on. Uh, that's really really cool. Um, so so again, like you guys are from Denver, you've kind of you know grown up in in Denver and seen kind of what the music scene. Um, in the area is, is kind of all about like you mentioned um, before that you like want to showcase the, the thriving creative community in Denver. And um, can you talk a little bit more about the kind of Genesis behind that? Um, Rhoda and I are our kids here a long time.
3: Um, Kyle's been here a while now too. So uh, but we've been a part of the Denver music scene just watching everyone else around us. Being a part of in, in we can um, and we just see how much is going on. I think uh, you mentioned earlier how uh, just how much talent and how much like creative spirit is exists within Denver, and we want to be able to show that in a way that's also brought up with us and brought up with the rest of Denver together. So we're kind of like we want us all to rise together because there's so much going on that um, it kind of deserves to be. In my opinion, one of those like music hubs kind of like LA or New York or something. It's, it's the one in the middle of the country that everyone stops. I think that it, it definitely deserves to be more up there in the music industry.
2: I, yeah, I think so too. Like, I, I don't know if you guys have been to like some of the larger festivals, like the Underground Music Showcase, which, oh God, I sadly missed not having this year. Um, but like, or yeah. uh, you know, like up- everyone did. Oh, God, man, there's such an incredible breadth of talent here that's just kind of like waiting for someone to pay attention to them. Because, yeah, when you think of music hubs, you think of New York, you think of L.A., you think of Austin, um, you think of Miami to a lesser extent. But like there's not a lot of people who who would put Denver or the Front Range in that same breath. And it's really cool to see um, that you guys are like showcasing Denver talent, working with Denver talent and saying, hey, this is the kind of stuff that Denver musicians can put out and you should be paying attention to it because it's awesome. And these people are incredibly talented. So it's it's a lofty goal for sure. I mean, that's one of our goals too here at Loudspeaker is to really expose the wider world to the incredible talent that that exists, you know, right here in Colorado. Um, it's phenomenal to to just see everything. And God, that's one of the things I really missed about going to UMS was finding bands that you had never heard of that. You're like, oh, God, these guys are awesome. I'm going to buy their T-shirt. I'm going to grab their CD. I'm going to you know patronize these guys because they're putting out great stuff. And having that sort of like communal experience Um, with the Denver community is a really wonderful thing and it's such such a bummer like I had trips planned throughout this year I had a whole bunch of stuff that the pandemic kind of destroyed but one of the things I was most bummed about was not getting to do UMS and to a lesser extent New West Fest here in Fort Collins so but that's one of the reasons we do this show is to is to you know give people some semblance of that sort of music discovery and say hey check out this band, check out this band, check out what these people are doing. Um, it's really, really wonderful to be able to share music like yours um, with more people and and make them, you know, be aware of it. So um, that's really, really cool. Um, is there anything else uh, as we're wrapping up here that you guys want to talk about in terms of the record or kind of like what you're planning to do next after this is out? Um, I guess really quick going back on... What you're saying about the Denver community,
3: UMS, whether they started out being our friends or not, by now, like we know so many people in Denver and in bands that play at UMS.
4: Just, like,
3: just all those local bands are like they're our home. Um, the guy who did the artwork for the EP and all and like the new merch that we're gonna be releasing, um, his name is Elias. Um, he's a part of the band Overslab. They um, present in Denver. John, who makes the EP, John Anderson. Divider, both of them are big UMS supporters slash players. I um, I think, Evanair for a while, too. So, um, yeah, they're all just, like, really involved in that UMS Denver scene. And we're. that's also another reason why we wanted to keep it all just kind of local, because we knew of all those great bands. Like, we would see them play and be like, who mixed this record? And we would want, and we'd find out, and find out they're just in it. And um, I think that that's another reason why we wanted to kind of keep it local is just there's that community that you just make more and more connected. but all those friends are really, really smart, talented people.
1: Getting everybody, as many people involved in the project as we can, um, who are part of the local scene, was just like a huge goal of ours. And like Mitchell said, we have a lot of friends who played uh, in UMS that helped us on the. Yeah, like this is just the beginning for Fresh Fruit, at least.
2: Unfortunately, it looks like we have lost our connection with the gentleman from Fresh Fruit. So I'm just going to take this opportunity to uh, tell you, humble listener, that the EP called Independently is out now on all of the streaming services. The band is Fresh Fruit. My guests on this episode have been Ronan Dowling Kyle Leffler and Mitchell Gardner the core trio of fresh fruit check out that album now on all the streaming services I'm gonna leave you now with a an exclusive track from that EP this is yellow was yesterday thanks for listening to another episode of caller radio you can hear all of our shows at loudspeaker.fm and wherever you get your podcast we'll catch you next time on caller radio
5: Fuck-o-oh.
1: That you guys want to try that? Yeah.
5: Okay, okay, okay.
1: Okay.
0: Let us slip out of my life I told her how I felt in the summer Soon after she became a lover Yellow was all I could see But time went on, I wasn't feeling the same Pretending like she was the one to blame Oh girl, I'm sorry How can I love you when I don't love myself Feels like I'm living like somebody else I just gotta be me Cause I need
4: Loudspeaker.